welcome back to the Better Men, Better Ball Player podcast. I'm your host, Trey Cobb. I want to thank you for joining us, especially those for returning to us, and welcome. Glad you're here for the people who are visiting us for the first time. Thank you guys for sharing. Um, our podcast is really just a dime for those kind of group that are kind of our guardians of the game, guys that are trying to grow the game for the right reasons, are in it for kids, not only from a physical standpoint, from a person standpoint, because all of our kids, all of our t- all of our guys will be men after their baseball careers. And today's conversation is with Phil Rhodes, head coach of Frederick High School in Frederick, Maryland. And Coach Rhodes is does it as well as anyone for preparing and having a great perspective on his players becoming men and becoming better people once their baseball careers is done. Uh, for a little bit about Coach Rhodes, for those people who don't know him, uh, like I said, he is the current head coach. It's his 30th season at Frederick High School. 2009, they were the state champions. Um, you know, and just talking to Coach Rhodes and, and, and knowing the couple of guy is, he just not what he's really all about. Those things have happened because of uh, great players that he has and you know the system that he puts in place. He talks about his camps. Um, but Coach Rhodes has a great family I could say a family tree, uh, a coaching tree. Uh, there's five, I know, five head coaches, very, very good head coaches, state championship head coaches, and even another assistant coach that could be head coach anywhere um, have all played either been a part of Coach Rhodes' program. Um, he's been married for 36 years to his wife, Beth. He's got a son who played for him um, and uh, a, a daughter-in-law, Jack Parker, Maddox, uh, his daughter, who was also the manager for him at Frederick, as well as his son-in-law, Will, and with their son, James, and Avery, their daughter, Avery. And, um, but, you know, I go in and talk to him about his biggest accomplishments, and that's what he meant to say. And that's what he was, it's important to him that that was what's part of his biography, is his family, and um, you know, I'm, I'm just wanted to feel it needed to share that just to kind of give you a little glimpse of the kind of man Coach Rhodes is. Uh, but uh, you know, he said some of the best assistant coaches, trainers, administration. He just wanted to make sure he was part of that. Is his 30 years at Frederick, um, you know, and he's you hear him say this a lot, um, but he's had a lot, 30 years of fun, you know, is what Coach Rhodes would like to say. But he's. You hear that him say a lot of just, this is what's fun about high school, and it's what's fun about his program, and you hear him say those things a lot. He's got some great perspective, and, um, you know, as a guy in our state um, that is a leader, is a mentor to a lot of young coaches, and as a guy um, who's in, when I got involved with the high school program, um, coaching high school is, is, you know the guys that you need to get close to, and Coach Rhodes is one of those guys he knows it from. Um, he's been involved at the state level, at the state baseball committee level, helping with rules, helping try to, you know, create the best game that we can within the rules, and as well as just being an advocate for his players, um, showing up for them, doing what he can, on and off the field. So, hope you enjoy this conversation. Coach Rhodes is a, is a rock star, uh, and. Um, you know, really thankful to have him a part of 
this conversation today, and I hope you do as well. He gives into a lot of great things, such as uh, parent involvement and what he does there. Just the process of being able to make rules at the state level. Because uh, like I said, he's, he's sat on the baseball committee for the state and what that means. And I think those are valuable insights, um, as well as just what he felt the best thing for his program was in the past 30 years. And he gets into a, dives into his summer camps and um, how he's also creating more instinctual baseball players. So uh, without further ado, I want to turn it over to Coach Rhodes and our great conversation. So again, thank you, Coach Rhodes. And without further ado, here he is, Coach Phil Rhodes from Frederick High School in Maryland. What what are what are the biggest accomplishments that I've had for baseball is obviously being you know being you know at Frederick High School for thirty years and obviously my wife and family are sure. are top of the top of the thing there and and again even though even though you know you know I've had had the year where we won the state championship and I've had years where we've won two games mm-hmm. but you know. It, and I know a lot of people will sit there and look at, hey, that 09 team or, hey, this that uh, 2005 team you had was really good. I was like, yeah, but you know what? That team I had in, in 2018 that, or in 17 that those guys barely didn't, you know, barely won a game. And I, I, I take those guys in battle with me any day because they showed up every day. They worked really hard. They, they believed that they were going to win. Um, they were just tremendous, tremendous kids. So, so it's all, it's all fun. Yeah. Well, that's like I said, it's all perspective too. Like, you know, and what we measure success in is, is very, very different. I know you measure your success in a, a very different way. Um, you know, just like a lot of, I think what I think is like your coaching tree. I think that's, that could even be something to be part of your bio. And I think your legacy is the guys that, you know, have kind of come from, you know, the coach roads tree, you know, so what who who are those guys? I know you got a, you got a handful of guys that are head coaches besides Frowny, um, Frowny and, and Gross and Gross, right? And uh, I did uh, uh, Mike O'Brien at at Tuscarora played right. at Frank High School. Um, Sam Mills was at Oakdale was one of oh, my right. assistant coaches, uh, obviously. And and I, I wish I could take credit for Mike Franklin. You know, he he was an assistant coach for me uh, for for a year at Frederick High School, uh, so he was there. Um, and then there was an assistant coach, but I don't know if he's still there. Um, Jason Mobley was an assistant coach down at, uh, down at Brunswick for a number of years. And I'm oh, not sure yeah. if he's still doing yeah, he Moe's played, definitely he, there. he was one of my, uh, one of my players the first couple of years I was, I was coaching. So. Oh, really? He's a Frederick guy. I thought yeah. he was born and raised Brunswick, but, uh. No, 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 man. Oh man. I'll tell you what the guy could, the only guy I've ever, ever saw hit the ball over the, uh, the press box at McCurdy Field. Oh yeah, I'd imagine that. Yeah, most I've gone in some battles with him, especially with the Braves and Adult League. And yeah, I would. Yeah. I, I'm I'm sure that happened. Yeah, I'm not surprised there. So. Yeah, I just think yeah, your tree is just your tree is I think one of just the better ones in our area. Um, you know, and just I think it just it, it speaks to the to the person you are. And I think like you said, like just your definition of success, man. And, and how you're able to uh, have, have you seen anything from your players? I know you've sent a couple of players on too. Um, you know, have you, has, have any of your players wanted to get kind of get into the coaching bug and things like that, that you've had? Well, I've, you know, I, I did, I've had a couple that have, have come back to, to help a little bit. Uh, you know, uh, 
Jason Freshour, who I had one of the first couple of years, uh, ended up going to WVU and then uh, played some minor league ball. Uh, he he is he's probably the best player I've ever coached. Uh, he was he was incredible. Um, but uh, he did he came back and he helped coach with me for for a couple of years as well. Um, and and obviously you know and and I was very fortunate that my my son came back to help coach that which was which was a lot of fun too. So um, you know I'll always get those get those guys. I know uh, David Canada who played for me um, a few years ago uh, came back and actually unfortunately wanted to come in our staff but we didn't have a spot for him available. Then he did go over. He actually uh, helped down at. Uh, at uh, Urbana and then ended up over at TJ with Billy. So Billy gross. So uh, yeah, you know, this, it's, it's fun to, to see, to see them. And uh, you know, and some of them, some of them I've even seen uh, doing some youth baseball, you know, uh, in, in some, with some of the, uh, some of the either little league or with the travel teams. I know uh, uh, Billy Raymond is uh, helps out with the hustlers and uh so it's, it's, uh, you know, it, it's fun to, to see those guys and, and, uh, you know, you know, and that's, that was, those guys are, you know, we're such great baseball guys and, uh, and it's really exciting to see them carry these things on to, to, you know, to their players now and, and watch those guys from, from afar a little bit. And it's, it's, so it's kind of fun. Yeah, I bet it is. I bet it is. It's just, and, and I guess for me, I, I don't know, the whole time you're just saying that, I think, because I, I mentioned to a couple of you know, guys in my circle and things like that. I was, like I said, I was talking to Dave Warren Phillips and said I was going to talk to Coach Rhodes. And, you know, when Coach Rhodes comes to mind, you know, and I think with a lot of these guys is that just like when you were talking about this thing, just think about the, like what you're leaving behind. I think like you've kind of sprinkled yourself, you know, a little bit all, all over the place, you know, and, um, you know, it's just it's just really neat to see. And, and um yeah, like I said, I really appreciate the time you, you've given me always the time and to talk and, and um, you know, just the, the leadership and what you've done at our state. It's been great. You've, cause you've done a couple roles. I know that you've actually, have you been on the committee? Uh, you've done the committee stuff. I know that you work a lot of the state events as well as just being a coach. So you, you really try and put yourself out there in a number of roles. Correct. Yeah. I've, I, you know, have been uh, the, the three, a regional chair i i i am the uh on the state baseball committee um and uh actually up until last year and i i actually uh handed it over to to billy gross uh i was on the the mpssa student athlete leadership comp committee as well so um and i still help out with that group but uh yeah so it's it's been that's been fun to to be a part of that and to see how the state uh you know, some of the challenges and things that we've been going through, through throughout these years with, you know, the, the pitching rules and all, all this, uh, all this stuff that, uh, you know, that are, that are coming, you know, coming to pass and, 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 uh, and obviously the, the challenges we have today with the, with the COVID. So. It's- sure. Now, like, like, cause I mean, I've had a, I've, I've been fortunate to talk to some other coaches from other States too. So speaking of that, like, I guess, can we dive into that? I know that's something I have, we haven't, I didn't really, even think about questioning you about that but like that's right. you know, what's, what's your experience been like with that you know being on the state committee I know like you know there's guys that would love to you know how, how do those things work how, how do we 
How have you seen change, good positive change? What kind of changes do you think we could still make to grow the game in Maryland? Well, you know, it's, it's a, it's an interesting uh, situation to be in because, you know, as a, as a coach and you, you, and, and being a person that's on a committee, you, you are obviously, you know, giving out this information that, that we're passing on and sharing it. And, and, and the other, the other things are to try to get ideas from, from other coaches in our area say, Hey, this is what we may be thinking. What do you got, you know, what's your thoughts on these things? Um, so it's, it's a little bit of a challenge because you have to play the, the intermediate. You can't, uh, you know, cause there's, there are, there are a lot of people that would, would love for, for baseball to start, uh, later in the season, you know, not start March 1st, that it actually wouldn't start till, till April and all these other things. The, the challenge with that is that, uh, is that whatever happens in, 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 for, you know, in high school athletics for baseball in the spring is also going to happen with every other sport as well. So, you know, those are, those are some of the challenges because you're, because you have to remain level with, with everybody. Um, it is, you know, what, what I, what, what we would certainly like to see, what I would like to see is, is, uh, is to have a, have a little bit more opportunity in playoffs. I, I'd rather it be a double elimination than a single elimination. That would be, I think that would give us more of a, of a true champion because, you know, high school, high school goes based on your pitching. And mm -hmm. I think that, uh, you know, how, how that, uh, sometimes how that lines up now, the good news, the good and the bad news is that we do have the new pitching rules. Okay. So the good news about that is that, uh, you know, we've always seen some, some coaches, unfortunately in the past, before we had the, the pitch rules, you know, they're, they were throwing their kids a lot. Sure. And, and you're like, Oh, this is, you know, this is not a good thing. Um, so the good thing is it kind of pulls those guys back to, to keeping their kids safe. Um, the, the challenge with that is uh, I think as we go, I think we need to look at the numbers and, and statistics with that to, to possibly, uh, push it a little bit farther because it is, and, and to see if it's possible. Because the the one thing that is a challenge with these pitching rules is that, um, you know, if if one kid throws on a Monday, he he's if he throws you know his max on a Monday, he's done for the rest of the week. based on on our schedules. Mm -hmm. um, the next time he could pitch again is Saturday, and, and we don't play on Saturdays. So I think for high school baseball, that's a, it's a little bit of a challenge because not every team is, is blessed with pitching depth. And this can really, really get, uh, get, get to be a strain for, for some teams. And, uh, and I know that everybody's adopted as well as we have, you know, for, you know, the first question I ask the kids nowadays is who's a pitcher right. and, uh, and, 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 the, my answer is everybody is. So we, we train everybody to be a pitcher because you may need to go in there and throw an inning for us. So, 
So it, it is, it is a, the, a bit of a challenge um, with that. So it, I think hopefully we'll look at those numbers and, and some statistics will come out um, to see whether we could uh, you know, extend a little bit because there are different states that do allow a little bit more uh, in that number than we do. Now, we have always kept track of our kids um, and because and, and, and I'd almost like to see kind of maybe even a gradual because what we've typically done throughout the years is we've limited our kids at the very beginning of the season. And then as the season progressed, then we would extend them a little bit farther. Sure. Um, but uh, so I'd almost like to see some type of a progression that hey, at this time of the season, now we can move them, move them up to this many pitches instead of. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, I think, I think that would be, uh, would be a, a move in a, in a good direction that way, that way people are allowing their pitchers to, to, you know, to, to work. And then, um, it's kind of like, kind of like running a, a, a marathon, right? I always yeah. tell the kids, I said, I said, it's like running a long distance run. You know, we have to, if you went out and, and ran a half marathon today and you haven't never run one you're going to be in, in bad condition. So in you trouble. need to train and you need to, to get yourself conditioned for that. So the same thing as a pitcher, you need to, you, we need to have you throwing. And then, then later on the season, that's when we'll start extending. Cause um, you know, we, we've always had, even before the pitching, you, you know, some kids are like, Oh coach, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and, it, and then, you know, the, it's, it's tough because uh we also have kids that we know that with the high school season, it's a very short, it's a short window of time. And we've always had kids that are, that are baseball only. And when they show up on March 1st, they've been throwing some, so they're ready. Right. But then we have the kid that's a basketball player who has thrown very little, if, if any. Uh, so in, so understanding where, where those are, um, um, I think that the pitch count helps a little bit with with making sure those guys don't overthrow. But uh, so we'll see. It's gonna it's it's uh, it's an interesting it's an interesting uh, situation. I would honestly the other thing that I'd I'd like to see uh, as a possibility for 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 high school baseball is to have the option of having not practices but possibly even a makeup game on a Sunday. Yeah. Because there are, you know, high school baseball one week could just walk, you know, could, it could rain for yeah. a week and, and now you're really, really backed up. Mm -hmm. um, so I would like it to have the option to, to at least do a makeup game. Like I said, we don't, we don't need to practice that day. Um, we could regulate that, but if we could just have, have a makeup game uh, opportunity, I think yeah. that might, uh, help us because there are sometimes if we now we obviously the last couple of years snow has not been an issue but uh, we've had some years where there's been rain and snow and uh, what I think it was two years ago where I, I think it was the first first year you know this I'm I'm starting my 30th year at Frederick High School and two years ago was the first season that we didn't have our first game until April because yeah. of the weather yeah, and everybody was concerned that we weren't going to get our 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 minimum games. number of games in. Um, fortunately, we we were able to to get those in, but uh, 
uh, had we had some more weather in there, it might have might have been a factor. But I think, and I think if we were to to have that as a as a, as an available day, I think that also helps with our pitchers because then we can we can we can spread things out. Because right now, if I get a rain out, we're typically playing on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If I get a rain out, you know, or something from the week before, now I'm probably either playing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday or Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So I've got usually, you know, I'm going to have three days in a row where I've got, I've got games and, you know, and managing your, your bullpen in that three days with, with the pitching restrictions is, is a, is a big challenge. For sure. And especially if you don't even have the, the arms, you know, to do it, you know, and it's just going to be, so games just aren't going to be as good as they could be for sure. But yeah, I like what you're saying about this, at least having the option of just making makeup games on Sundays. Um, you know, I, I mean, that would be a, that'd be a good plan. Uh, I, I was, I was interested to hear that all, I guess all sports have to start on that May, that March 1st date when we, our first play date, um, do all sports have to end the same date? No, they, they, they don't end the same date. Um, I believe tennis ends earlier than, cause I think baseball, softball and track all have their state championships on the Memorial day weekend. Mm-hmm. Tennis, I believe, is is before that. And again, the same thing even in the fall. You know, all the fall sports start at the same time, and the soccer state championships are the first or second yeah. week of November, where the football mm-hmm. state championships is the first weekend in December. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so they don't have to end the same time. But Yeah, because uh, I wonder if that could be an option where, like, yeah, baseball, like, give you the month to prepare for your pitchers, March 1st, April, then, April, then games don't start, aren't going to start till April, you know, and then you just push your, push your, you know, you go two weeks later, three weeks later into, you know, after Memorial Day, you know, and that could also be an option, too, just because well, it, it's safe. It's going to be an interesting test this year because of the COVID now the end of our season is June nineteenth. Right. So. So is that still pushing forward? Is that still going to be the the day? That as of as of this moment, it's still yeah. Is they it? They have uh, that will June that June nineteenth is the last play date. I think it's a Saturday in June, um, and there there there's some there's some talk about still having state championships uh, involved in that. Um, so we'll see how that goes. You know, so that's last play date and then starting playoffs. Or no, is that, that's or is that the nineteenth? The nineteenth is the state championship, is what you're Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, because I know, like you know, just from a summer standpoint, you know, there's some teams that are gonna. There's tournaments that week. I know that, like that June fifteenth week and things like that. So. Well, yeah, and that's you know, it's 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 going to be an interesting, an interesting you know season to see how this how this works because again typically we're done right and a lot of the travel teams are beginning during yeah. that time it's kind of how it's kind of how it's kind of worked but also some of the other challenges are you know for example myself at Frederick High School you know I've got I've got you know a number of kids that play travel but I also have kids that play in the local Babe Ruth yeah and a lot of the JV players will play on and may, may play on the, that local Babe Ruth. And typically our season has about a two week overlap between the varsity and the JV season. But now it's going to have over a month mm. of overlap and how, 
how that is going to affect each other is going to be is going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Plus, plus the the fun uh, the the fun and challenging uh, issue is graduation, right? Because the, the, all the kids, the, when I told the kids, hey, the last day is June 9th, 19th. And they said, well, the seniors are graduating. I said, well, yeah. I said, uh, you guys are actually out of school before then as well. Right. So um, so that that's uh, that's going to be a challenge to see, you know, hey, we've got kids that are playing on the on these in these other programs. And, you know, how are the seniors going to are they going to are they still going to want to play when they're when they've graduated? Um, so it's it's going to be an interesting, uh, interesting season to see how, how things go. I think it, I think it would be important to have a state championship um, because if we don't have a state championship and we just play a regular season, then people, I think players are more likely to opt out. Yeah. You're saying like after that graduation. You know? Yeah. Because like if they got know, like a showcase or they got something like that June 15th, Yeah, uh, you know, and you know, I've paid so much money to do this. That's, you know, it will be very tough, especially like you said, if you're not playing, really playing um, for anything um, and really like, what would the consequence be? You know, if if a kid didn't, you know, and then that was your last game, like what would, I mean, it would be bad look for the kid, but then at the same time, like knowing a guy like yourself or like Frank, like, I think guys that have a good head about their shoulders, like what might be the best situation for this kid in the future? Like you said, if he's a kid that does want to do baseball in the future, that this might not be the best place for him at this moment at June 15th. Yeah. That's, that is very tough. And he may, he may get more looks at people at this other, at this other opportunity. So it's, it's going to be it. And there, and you, and, and there could certainly be some, some ways to work through it, but the challenge, the biggest challenge are the kids that pitch yeah. because sure. Always who, who, so if we're, if we're, if we are going to work together that, you know, Hey, my, my varsity team and, you know, these, and these travel or local Babe Ruth teams are going to, to work together. We have to communicate on how, who's throwing when, mm-hmm. because, uh, the, you know, the worst thing is that we don't want to hurt somebody. So. Absolutely. Yeah. How, I mean, how, how hard is it to make these kind of like, you know, what is it, is it like, if there's something that's in, that's needed to be made change, like can the change be made in a month? Is it, does it take a six months process? Is it a year process? Like, let's say you wanted to, like you said, like this thing goes well, you can, you can play till the 18th So next month. They want to do the double elimination tournament. How fast of a process is that to take? It's it's actually a very slow process because the the issues with state athletics is that everything is in the is in the Maryland state Comar, uh, bylaws, right? so all the Comar uh, issues. So everything has to be changed. So that so what they even did for this for this uh, this school year for athletics is they've just for this year allowed teams to um to have the availability of of picking somebody up so all of a sudden if i'm supposed to play a team from from uh from carroll county and carroll county shuts school down and their baseball team isn't isn't going to function then hey i might be able to find somebody else where typically in in the high school seasons is once your season starts 
you can't add anybody to your schedule. Do you think like that, hopefully something like, hopefully with this happening, like that should be a regular rule. Like it, cause things happen, people get shut down or whatever. And I should be able to go find my other games if I need to be, you know, instead of just being like, oh, or yeah. no, you can't do that. Like, I mean, like, hopefully they, those are maybe some things that's going to stay. Like, this is not a bad rule. This is not, this is only helping kids. Yeah. And I think that the, the challenge, the challenge is, is that, is that you have to understand that if you are going to change a rule, un, the unfortunate thing is, is you can't change rules for a sport. So when you think of a rule, you're going to say, how does it affect, how does it affect Track. football? How does it affect cross country? How does it affect volleyball, tennis, all these others? Because the state, again, is only going to do something that is a benefit to everybody. Okay. So, um, so and, is that, is that and, unique to Maryland? Do you know, is that unique to our state that, so are other states very just, everybody just makes makes rules for their sport or is is that how or is that just unique to maryland that we make rules for every sport that, every sport has to live in this box that you know that that's a good question i i don't know because it you know it's 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 interesting because there's so many when i when i've talked to, to coaches from other states um it seems that maryland is much more restrictive than many other states oh they hurt some percent are yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, you you know, if I go to, to a coaching clinic and I talk to somebody from any state, whether it could be one of our adjoining states or from some, from other state, um, you know, Hey, yeah, they're, they've got, uh, they've got a fall, a fall workout or they've got a fall season right. and it might only be a couple of weeks, but they've got, they're able to do that. Or again, you know, for us in, in Maryland, you know, for, in, in uh, in spring sports and in baseball you know we start march 1st and our first game is march 21st so we've got three weeks not even with this they can't do anything on sundays i know you can't do anything <laughs> it's a sunday. little less than three weeks. yeah so you got a little less than three weeks <laughs> to, to get everything ready get your pictures ready get everything in and probably realistically you're going to be lucky if you get a week on the field because yeah. because of weather um, and then you can throw in all oh, the meet the team nights or yeah. picture day or yeah you know, oh yeah and those that, that things you're going to have correct and where you know you talk to to coaches from other states and you know it's you know January one they're allowed to start you know doing some some workouts they're and they have like a five week preseason yeah you know? like a five week preseason where you could just take your time get your pictures ready to rock and roll season rolls and we're ready to go, you know, besides what they had in the fall too, the four weeks or whatever they might've had right. in the fall. So I think that, I think Maryland's concern and, and, and this is justified because I could certainly see these too, is that um, if again, I, you know, if, if they do let, if they were to let me start, let's say they let me start working out February one and then our, in our first games are still March 21st. Yeah. I think they're, you know, it's, it's the kids that are the multi-sport athletes that they're, they're concerned about. So again, you got the basketball player who doesn't have the opportunity to do it. And, and I think they're afraid that some sports coaches may say, Hey, you got to make a choice. Are you going to be a basketball player? Are you going to be a baseball player? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
because uh, you need to be here. And I think that they're they're trying to. I think the, these rules are are set so that it 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 to the to the to the for the most part eliminates that that controversy where you know where our when our season starts you know the basketball season is usually in the first or second week of the playoffs so they're they're almost finished anyway um, so I think it, it that I think that's the concern um, that they don't want they don't want people to make things mandatory because uh, because again it, it can it can challenge a, a, a you know a young athlete to what what is it that they're going to do and some coaches may like I said may kind of you know lay the law down and say hey you're either you're either playing for us or you're playing for them what is it going to be so yeah I, I, and I can I can understand that um, I guess you know there's just there's always two sides of even all even that it was like thinking about well if you do this would, would it help the game you know mm-hmm. if we extended these things uh, would it just help the play would it help that kid just even be a better basketball player if, if yes so you might have chosen to do that or um, you know, maybe, would he be a, have the opportunity to even practice baseball then to kind of get ready before that? Because if he was playing basketball, and you know, like I don't know, I think there's, I think it presents so many different different perspectives on yeah. it as well. But you know, I wasn't expecting to kind of go down this route, yeah. and I, you know, That's I know okay. that I was just looking at the stuff that you were just saying. Is all the, and I know the administration stuff that you've had, and I think it's so unique because not many people understand it, you know, and everybody wants to have an opinion on it. But like you have the real, you know, kind of insight, um, you know, to this kind of process and just helping bring awareness, I think, to Maryland's process. And like, I think the huge thing of Maryland, every sport fits in. I just think that's a huge, huge response, you know, to like, yeah, we'd love to make this thing for baseball, but then it's got to be for track and field too. It's going to have to be for lacrosse. It's going to be for football, you know, like that's, you know, those are, those are, that's a pretty unique thing and now yes it's maryland law like all yeah. of our things are maryland law which i don't know if i think that's a very unique thing as well you know because yeah. they might go through maryland any any kind of law a law's not supposed to be fast like all this stuff even like in the with covid and all like these things take time like and our, yeah. our government's made to do that for the checks and balances so it's just very unique about it and it's what's so tough and but like, I, I can't tell you like how I even talked to the conversation I've had. I'm like, but I also feel, I feel such, I always feel such a thing of my job is to also help grow the game and be a guard, like guardian of the game and mm-hmm. to help, you know, show the value of high school sports. And, you know, when we shrink it down to saying, well, we're only going to do this, like it just so there's not a value there. And so people, we're, we're not, our actions say that, you know, the right. rules say that, that, then we're not valuing it as much. And so, yes, I'm going to go over here and play this sport and go to play with this other team. Cause that doesn't seem like it's a big value. Like no one's really caring as much. And that's, I don't know. That's, that's kind of always been my thing of like, I feel like we're, we're close to saying people saying like, eh, high school, like I can just, I can go do this and not worry about high school and I can still go on. Yes. And that, that's awful. And that's awful for anybody to think. And I don't want to like, there's, there's something for playing for your school. There's something playing for your town, your community. Um, you, there's values that you do, Coach Rhodes, that people cannot do um, in the summer. Um, it takes a really special person to do it during the summer and, and the fall. Um, but you can you can preach the values. You can you can do those things. And so I, I, I don't know. I, just, I I go on the terms of that. Like 
this is so much more important for those reasons, for the values and the things that we are teaching these kids through high school that you can't really get through rec programs, through the senior league, through the legions, through, uh, through the travel programs. You know, the great ones can do it because they spend so much time with them. Um, you know, but it still takes a coach to want to be able to teach like that. You know what I mean? High school is fun. High school is fun. And I, and I tell the kids all the time, I said, Hey, you know, the, the one thing is, is, you know, when, when you look back, when everybody looks back, you know, and, and, you know, I, you know, I played high school ball and I played Legion and, you know, and, and, and for a couple other different groups, but uh, I was telling them, I said, you know, the one thing that everybody looks back to is your high school career. Uh, and remember those times that you, you played a high school, you know, high school, you know, athletic contest and, mm -hmm. and all your buddies. And, you know, because, because the, the other part of it too is, is, which is, which is really special about high school is that you are playing for the most part. And for the most part, most of the people you're playing with are kids that, that you grew up with and you've known your, most of your entire life. Sure. Um, and so, you know, I think that makes, that makes a, a special bond as well. Uh, because, because it's, you know, and again, it's, it's nice to be able to play on other teams with other people that, you know, that you didn't grow up with and uh, different programs, you know, whether it be, you know, a Babe Ruth or Legion or, or a travel team, those are fun um, and they're great opportunities. Uh, but high school, again, you get to play with, with the guys that you grew up with. And uh, again, it's, a, it's just a, I think it's a special, special opportunity. It is. It is. And I, as I said, I think having that kind of mindset on the forefront of making like this is like, here's how we're showing it's valuable. You know what I mean? Here's how we're showing how much important, how unique it is. And we w don't want it to go away. We don't want it to go away. We don't want to lessen it anymore. And, uh, and that, that's, that's, that's just all, like, it's just because sometimes you see the state and what we do and, and it's, they hamstring us or restrict us so much that, yeah. you know, you think that you're just not valuing what we're, what we're trying to do. And, and, and by, maybe protect maybe for trying to protect something is also maybe devaluing what we're doing as well right. i don't know it's just it's just a very unique situation you know and i know like you said it's such a you have to play this intermediate hat you know like we're like as a coach i'm sure you want to go in and do all of these things and then like well like it's just it's a very very unique position yeah it's you know it, it's fun it's fun i i i enjoy it and uh good and so now you said Billy Gross is now, so you're not, you're not, so now Billy Gross is taking over that. He's taking over. This is, he's taking over the uh, student athlete leadership okay, committee cool. chair or uh, chair for, for our area. So he's, he's doing that. Uh, and he's, because he's, he's helped me. I, I'm, I'm getting to the part of my career where I've, I've started to uh, let a few things I was like, okay, now I'm going to hand this, I'm going to turn this one over. I'm turning this over. So, uh, so actually this, this spring will actually be my last coaching at Frederick high school. Is it really? Yes. That's, oh my goodness. That, yes. So I, I made that announcement to my, to my players and coaches and, and, uh, and the other, the other local guy, you know, with, with, uh, with Frowny and Billy and all those guys, they all know that, uh, that uh, now obviously the, the the funny part is is i've had several offers to uh to, they tell all these other coaches are telling me how good i'm gonna i would look in their in their school colors <laughs> i'm sure they will <laughs> <laughs> i think frowny i say so yeah i talked to frowny 
And I think he actually said that as well. Like, I think, well, I think he might come over here and be okay. I think that's what he might have said too. I'm not surprised. Not yeah. surprised. Yeah. Oh, oh, man, that's they're great. All, they're all great guys and great coaches. I'm telling you. And I, you know, the, the fun part is, is, you know, again, you know, I've, I've had this opportunity to, to coach against, you know, you know, I've, I've, I've been in, in several different conferences, the CMC and then the MBAL and then this back to the CMC, all these different where, you know, was, I started off playing against a lot of Wash or excuse me, Carroll County teams. And then it was just Frederick County and now it's Frederick and Washington County. And, uh, so it's been, it's been fun. And, uh, you know, and I guess my approach has always been that, you know, I, I've always enjoyed talking to coaches, Mm -hmm. um, and I enjoy watching coaches because, uh, you know, year in and year out, I think the, the key is, is, is you can't get complacent. There's so many people that get stuck on, on the way things are. Well, this is the way I've always done it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, watching coaches and how they do things and and you know of, of how they you know, how they do a warm-up how they might practice how you know what they do situationally uh is is fun for me to watch and plus again the competitor in me is you know all right now i'm i'm going i'm going against this coach today and this is this is going to be to me that's fun mm-hmm. because now it's kind of a, it's a little bit of a chess match but you know it's but it's also fun because now, you know, you, you know, I'm coaching, you know, these last few years I've been coaching against these guys that played for me or had been a part of my program. And so you know, it's kind of, you, you know, in some ways, you know, you, know, you got, got that, you know, hey, I'm really proud of these guys. And, you know, you're like, oh, man, it, I'm going to feel bad beating them. Yeah. But the, the fun part is, is even though, you know, these guys have come up and, and they have shared information with me you know hey this look at this drill uh or whatever you know f- you know f- you know frowny and i've gone to clinics together and hey look at this new thing and um so the 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 best part is is you know get to coach against these guys but also we're all willing to to share that information and also with these these young guys that are that have been with me before um or you know sharing sharing stuff with with the with the old guy so mm-hmm. Nah, that's great. That is good. That's why I think it's one of the best of like what I think baseball does. And I know that you've probably seen, you know, multiple sports and, you know, especially being in your role, knowing all those different sports. I, I just think there's something about baseball and that in our fraternity, like we're able to share so many things and, and look at, that's what I just, I love about our game, especially our coaches. Oh yeah. It, it, it is, you know, I, and again, you know, you, you've coached in this area as well, you know, this is a this is a fun place area to coach because uh, I you know I have always told my kids for for thirty years you know we we don't have that team that we can just walk in and say all right we're going to throw our number three or four and we're just going to walk through this this team you know our schedule you know playing playing against you know our county Washington County and Carroll County uh, you know you know, every day we go in, you know, we have to earn our wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no, there's no, uh, all right, we're just going to go in and, and beat the snot out of this team. And, you know, this, we're just going to get a, a win out of this. It's, I think that's what's, it's fun. 
it makes certainly is challenging, makes us better uh, in the long run because uh, we're, you know, we get to, we get to compete day in and day out. So it's, mm -hmm. it's fun. So, so you, you know, you talk a lot about com competing and things like that, you know, and, and um, you know, are, are there, are there, are there ways that you try to help your guys compete in your program? Is that one of the things that you love that you try to instill mostly in your program? Oh yeah. You know, well, the, the fun part is, is, and I, and I tell my kids this all the time because we do stuff during the off season. Mm -hmm. And, and again, it's different for different teams. So, you know, years ago we used to have a, in the fall, we used to have a, like a, a flag football day. We had a big tournament yeah. and uh, another, another year we had, we had one guy who was a tremendous, tremendous bowler. So we all went, we were bowling. Um, another year we had, we had, the, we had a kid who never played baseball before he, he was from Sh Sri Lanka wow. and cricket. Oh, okay? wow. Guy could not play defense, but he could hit. <laughs> okay. Nice. But, uh, he taught us, taught us how to play cricket. And then we, but we probably the one that we do the most is, is, uh, we play basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, we do play a little pickleball and things like that too. Um, but cause I tell the kids, I say, you know what? I like, I like to see you play other sports and other activities. And I want to see how you compete in, in everything because, because, you know, again, cause I, I always tell them, I said, I don't care if I could be playing you in China, you know, in Chinese checkers, I'm going to have fun, but I'm going to win. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to win. I'm right. going to have fun doing it. And at the end of the day, you know, all's good, but I'm going to, I'm going to win. I said, so I like to watch, I like to see, you know, see your, your, your competitiveness during, during the other times, but then also during practice, we do, you know, we try to, we try to implement contests, you know, uh, you know, we, we, we may, you know, we try to do on, on kind of a daily basis at a practice, have some type of a, of a, of a challenge, um, a lot of times they get down to hitting challenges mm -hmm. and because, you know, we're trying to get the kids to understand, you know, uh, where pitches are and where we should be hitting them and, you know, the quality of the, of the, of that, but, you know, we could be, Hey, we're doing ground balls and who's, you know, who's got the most ground balls at, uh, you know, during the day or at this position um, just all kinds of little competitions because having the competitions in the practice uh, livens it up a little bit also puts a little pressure on them which which uh, they they need to have um, and again we we have a lot of fun there are some days some days we have prizes and some days we don't some days it might be you know you, you your team doesn't have to clean up today you yep. know whatever it may be but uh hey you know, to be a winner but, you know we, we're really close to uh to rita's and i'm like hey we can take you over to rita's um <laughs> And, you know, and sometimes it's just even a, 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 it can even be a team thing. We've had, we've had it where um, we've had some competitions and the next day, you know, I, I bring pizzas in or something. So, you know, just as a, as a fun reward, I think, you know, the, the kids really, really enjoy those, those things. And then the, the, you know, again, a lot of times there's not prizes with them, but when there is the prize every once in a while, and again, our team, we do a, we do a, a breakfast every Saturday morning before practice. So sometimes it might be uh, coach buys breakfast for you on that day. If, uh, 
uh, if you if you happen to win. So you know, it's all, all kinds of fun stuff. So no, yeah, that sounds awesome. So <clears throat> Saturday morning breakfast. Let's get into that. Um, is that is that something? Do you is that just is it is that for everyone? JV and varsity. Is it is it specific, specifically for like maybe some leadership stuff you're trying to do? Is it like just a fellowship? Um, you know, what so, was the purpose yeah, there behind starting? We, we started this. We started this probably about 15, 15 or so years ago, and uh, we started going out to this local diner for breakfast and. Yeah. Um, so, because we typically have practice on Saturday morning around nine thirty, uh, you know, we'll hit and do all that kind of stuff. But so we meet at this diner at seven fifteen in the morning. And the, mm-hmm. first of all, the kids always ask, "Is why are we going at seven fifteen in the morning?" I said, "Because at this diner, if we show up at seven thirty, we can't sit together because it's packed." Wow. So this is this is a this is not a mandatory thing. It's opened up to every varsity jv player our managers come coaches come and, and anybody wants to come we've we've had we've had guys bring their girlfriends to breakfast and uh um so you know does everybody come on saturday not everybody comes which is fine um and typically what we've we've done what we do is obviously no cell phones during breakfast and um Usually there's there's usually a, a few topics that will that I'll ask them. Um, you know, it might be, hey, you know, uh, if you know if if you were a car, what what car would you be? And tell me why you'd be that car. Okay. And so we kind of everybody goes around the table and gives their answer. And not you know not only do we learn things about them, but uh, uh, you know we we have a lot of we have a lot of uh, fun with it. Um, and I, you know, it's just kind of opportunities because I also tell them that they can never, they can never not answer. Okay. Because I, my, my analogy to them is I said, so when we win the state championship and the newspaper comes up to you and says, Hey, you know, what are you thinking right now? And you go, uh, I don't know what to say. Um, I said, you, you're going to need to know what to say. And so we, we, and we talk about how to answer questions. So, you know, if, if you were a car, what kind of car would you be and why? I, I always tell them, say, so you start off with the question. So you give yourself time to think. If I were a car, I would be, and I said, that gives you a few seconds to think about what car you want to be. And then and I said, and honestly, you know, it, you may be making this completely up. You know, and uh, and that's okay. I said because we want to get you to learn to think on your feet a little bit, and and to answer questions. Um, and we have you know we'll have we'll have a little bit of a challenge like we we play the um game. And okay. if you know what the um game is, the um game is is I give them a topic to talk about like uh, how would you make brownies, and they and I, they have to go for thirty seconds or it might be a minute and they can't use the word um or ah. Uh. As okay. the answer, so they can't say, "Um, I'm gonna do." And I said, "Oh, you're done." So, <laughs> so it's, and there's there it's 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 a lot of fun, but obviously, you know, the other parts too is we try to we try to do a little bit of of an opportunity to to teach them something in there as well, mm-hmm. uh, and it's 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 fun. And we we've had we've had some some people come in to to uh, to talk. Hey, you know, oh, cool. here, here's a dad. Hey, you know, 
dad, tell, tell us what your job is. And, and, you know, this guy comes in, he says, Hey, you know, I'm a, I'm a mechanical engineer. And I will ask him, so from the time you were in high school to the time you were a mechanical engineer, what jobs did you have? And he goes, well, I worked at Burger King and I worked at a gas station. And so kind of the lesson is, you know, there's other things that you're probably going to, you know, don't, don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed that if you happen to be working at, at Burger King or you're doing something now, you know, it's just kind of the process. So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And honestly, the, the kids, and it's gotten to the point where we do, we offer it every, every Saturday during the season, Mm -hmm. but now it's gotten to the point where we will meet once or twice a month during the off season because they sit there and say, coach, when, when are we having breakfast? Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, because of our situation where we haven't been able to have it, but, uh, you know, cause even I, I was talking to one of the kids the other day and he, first thing he says, coach, when, when are we going to have breakfast again? So they, they, uh, they really enjoy it. And, um, and parents have, have come too, where yes. they've sat there and, and, uh, and I've kind of watched to see what we're doing. So it's, I and, think it's a, a fun thing. Yeah. And I know that's something that you've, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of coaches uh, put a wall up there. And I know that's something that you've, um, you went the other way and you've kind of encouraged that. Uh, right. And with, with your, with your parents and your parent involvement, Correct. Just, well, speak on that. Like what was like maybe the decisions you made there? Or like maybe some of the, some of the, how have you seen it really impact your program? Well, I tell you, you know, it's it interesting because again, I think every coach, you know, we, you know, here I'm, I'm beginning my 30th year. And when I look back to, you know, those first few years that you coach, you, you sit there and think, oh my goodness, I would have done that completely different. And, you know, I, it, you know, and I think those first couple of years, you know, I, I was, I was, I was very strict and, 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 uh, and, that, and so forth, but it got to the point where I was like, you know, I, I, I need the kids to, to trust me and, and, the, and, and, and talking to people and listening to people. And, and obviously, um, you know, with, with, uh, with my faith and, and, and everything. Um, the big thing was, was the, was the trust factor. Um, and so, you know, I've, I've gotten to the point where, you know, I think the, the communication that I, that I have with the, with the kids is, is, you know, you know, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll talk to them. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very upfront with them, but the, the, the biggest thing, again, even with the parents, because I used to be that guy who goes, you know, I'm going to keep the parents kind of arm's length away. And I, and I, I had listened to, and gosh, this was, again, probably 15, 15 years ago or so. And it's still actually still around. It was this program was called champions of character. And it was through the NAIA, and um, and they had these these different programs. One dealt with parents, mm-hmm. and and so with my with even with my parent meetings, you know, I I you know I talked to parents, and we one conversation is you know, hey, you know, you're going to have to trust what we do, and um, and. And don't, you know, I was telling them, say, 
you know, after if you pick up your 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 son from from a practice or a game, please don't ask them a bunch of questions. I said they are physically and mentally drained. And I said, especially don't ask them questions. Why did Coach Rhodes do this? Mm-hmm. I said, because the problem with that is you now are creating friction for your for your son. They are they are they going to go with your with how we, way you think or the way Coach Rhodes thinks? And so I always tell them, I go, I go, you know, for example, if your son does something and you punish, let's say he does something and you take away their cell phone because they were late. They, you know, maybe they came in late and you took away their cell phone. I would never sit there and say, wow, if you were my son, I would not have done that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, I would tell the parents, Hey, make sure that you don't question what we do and just be supportive. And I, I've even, and, and I've even gone as far as I said, you know what? I, you know, I, I've been a, I've been a father of, of, of two athletes, uh, my son and my daughter. And I said, you know, after, before I watched the, this program, I said, I was the parent. I would sit there and, you know, ask my kids, Hey, what was coach thinking? What was that? You know, all these different questions. And so I said, now I said, I've changed it. And what, and I said, what a complete difference. I said, my son was in middle school and he was the quarterback of the football team. And he threw a horrible, horrible pass in a crucial, crucial time of the game that cost them the game. They ended up losing through an interception down by the, by the goal line. And so after the game, the coach and me wanted to sit there and say, Hey, what were you thinking? Why, you know, what, what, what were you thinking in that play? But I was like, no, I had to kind of step back. And I said, Hey, how, how'd it go today? And he goes, dad, I think I ran the ball better today than I did during the entire season. I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. And that was the end of the conversation. Now, had he, had he asked me a question then I would be willing to answer it for him. But again, I didn't press those types of types of things with them. So so again, I, I've, I've encouraged them, parents, to 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 be encouraging, but don't don't be a, don't cause a division. But also, I you know my parents too. I I also take I I need you to be a part of us. Mm-hmm. So one of the rare things that I picked up at a clinic a handful a number of years ago, and uh, and my parents do is that after every game they come out and rake the field after all of our home games. Awesome. And I tell them, I say, hey. You know, our kids, we're going to do our post-game run and stretch, and then we're going to have a quick little talk with them. I said, you know, that's going to probably take 15, maybe 20 minutes. And if they have to come in and rake the field and everything, that's going to take another, you know, 15, 20 minutes. I said, but if you guys can come out and rake, and I show them, we have a little, little thing before the season, how to rake correctly. I said, <laughs> kids will put the tarps on. I just need you to rake. Rake around home, rake the mound, fill in the clay, uh, rake around the bases, and then we'll drag the rest of the field. And they come out. Now, I've had other coaches say, well, does everybody come out? And I said, well, you know, not everybody comes out. Not everybody's dressed to do it. And, uh, and they're going, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm worried that, that if, if a parent comes out, they're going to feel that I owe them. And I go, then, you know, 
you know, th that's not what the purpose is. And, and hopefully, yeah. you know, you can get past that part. But again, I think those things are, are key. Um, and again, I think the other thing that the parents appreciate is that I communicate with them weekly. I mean, I give them a schedule of, hey, this is our, this is a, this on Monday. This is what happens if we have practice. This is what happens if we have a game. If we're rained out, this is when we may have indoor practice. I give them a whole, the whole thing and, uh, and let them know ahead of time. And I tell them, because I learned this as well as a parent of a, of an athlete, mm -hmm. um, when practice, when I say practice is over, it's over mm -hmm. because I have had where my, my children have been with other coaches on other, in other programs, um, where they say, Hey, practice is over at six. And either my wife or I are sitting in the parking lot still at six thirty, seven o'clock waiting for them to get done. Mm -hmm. So and I tell them when I say it's done now, there are some days as a coach, I sit there and go, Oh man, I wish I had 15 more, but Nope, this is it. So I think that that's, that's important. And then I think the other nice thing that I've had in, in the years that I've been here is, and I think it's, this is important for the, for the growth of your program, as well as uh, it's a, it's a good community thing. And again, it helps with parents is I, I have, you know, I've had a summer camp for a number of years. So I know parents before their kids come to my school. I know the kid, I know their parents. And, you know, that has helped with a lot of situations um, where, you know, the, the, the parents know, you know, who I am, what we kind of stand for and what we do. Cause, and that's the other thing, even in my parent meeting is that, you know, I, I tell the parents, I said, you know, we, we, we do have some team rules and they're, and we go over them with, with the kids, you know, it's, it's, it's about respect. And this is part of that champions of character, respecting, you know, respect, responsibility, integrity, servant leadership and sportsmanship. And there's a couple other quick little things here and there, but we go over those. And, um, and again, the, I think the parents understand, cause I always tell them, I go, you know what, if, if, if your son, I said, and I told him, I said, we're, we've been very fortunate. We've really not dealt with many issues because I think we're, we're, we, we kind of handle them as they go. I said, but I will tell you this, that if something happens, how I discipline your son may be different to how I discipline somebody else. I said, so I said, you may not know the background of this other athlete. So so even though they both did the same thing, one person could, may or may may not be penalized more severely than, than another. Mm -hmm. um, I said, you just have to trust my judgment. I said, but, and I always tell them, I said, if there's something that is, that is, uh, that is over the top, then I will contact, you know, parent and we'll, and we have that conversation and we've had those as well. And I think, I think that communication and being out front is has been been uh, been really kind of the keys of of the success with parents. I don't don't really have any issues, um, you know, because you know you're always concerned whether parents are are upset because their child's not playing, um, and you know we've we've kind of established you know with that. Hey, you know if your if your son's not playing, you know please let us know. 
uh, you know, we're having them come and see us, you know, um, you know, the, that these are, these are decisions on what we're doing. Um, and you know, certainly if it gets to a point, we will have a conversation with them. But I think, and I think that, that we have been upfront with our kids too, where we've talked to them uh, during the season and, and stuff to tell them, Hey, you know, be ready, you know, whatever, you know, Hey, you, you, or, or we like, we like where you're heading. We still need, we're still working on this, whatever it may be. Um, you know, we don't, and, you know, I guess the other part too, is I, you know, I, was t- I always tell the kids, I said, I don't like surprises, so I'm never going to surprise you. So if, if there's a situation where if you're a starter and I not put it in, I'm putting somebody in for you in a game, you're going to know that before you get in the field, mm-hmm. it's not going to be, you're going to show up and Hey, surprise, surprise. This is what happens. Um, so I think, I think that the communication with, with everybody is the key. And, um, and, uh, again, I, you know, I think, I think that, uh, through all of this and the, the building relationships, you know, the, all these things that all these things that we do, you know, again, the, the, the touch football games, the basketball games, the breakfast, the kids get to see me get to see our coaching staff because we answer all the crazy questions too. And they get to hear what we do and they get to laugh at us. We laugh at them. Um, I think that all of that, and and we get to learn a little bit different things about them as well. Um, outside of baseball, you know, yeah. it seems one, of these, like- one of these breakfasts, yeah, not one of these breakfasts. I had a kid that I found out was a, was a professional um, uh, little uh, radio car racer. And oh, I wow. went to watch him one time. Wow. It was incredible. And he goes, yeah, I'm, I'm sponsored by this company for my tires and this company for my, for my engines and this. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to San Diego in the summer for a big competition. It's like, what? Wow. And so I think, I think that, that, that opportunity to, to, I, I always call it hanging, hanging out with everybody. Yeah. Uh, makes, makes a difference and, yeah. and, and open. So. Yeah, I definitely, I, I seems like, yeah, you, you, um, you know, I have all the conversations I haven't, you hear like you, you have, it seems like you spend a lot of time with them outside of the game and they see you as a person. They see, yeah, I call him coach Rhodes, but it's really Mr. Rhodes. You know, I yeah. kind of see him, like, and they're not even possibly seeing you as a coach uh, when you're kind of hanging out and playing the games, playing football, kind of being another dad, you know, Hey, let's just go out and play and let's go play these games. And um, yeah, I think you, I think you definitely, yeah, as I say, a natural byproduct, that communication just kind of even resonates more over that, over that. Do you have also, I guess, a parents that come out to the flag football games and there's basketball stuff you guys, is his parents even involved in that as well? They, they don't, they don't, they'll come out and watch. But they okay. don't they don't participate. And we kind of, you know, and you know, they they I think that they like that that uh that it's you know that it's their their kids' activity. Um so they'll but so but when we when we do have like when we used to have the flag football turn, we used to go in the football stadium and we oh, would really? have the have the two fields going towards both end zones. And they'd sit up there and, you know, watch the game. And so that, you know, it's, or when we had the bowling, like we had, like I said, we had this one kid who was an incredible bowler. Um, 
And and you know the other fun part is is we and we get in and our student managers come out and play and do all these things with us. Um, you know, guys, girls, well, you know, it's just mm-hmm. you know, it mm-hmm. it's just uh it's just a, a, a fun, fun time. I mean it's it is uh you know and at always at the end of the season, you know, I always tell the kids, you know, when the when the season ends, I said, you know, the worst part of the end of the season is I said, I don't I don't get to hang out with you guys on a daily basis where, you know, I get to see you six days a week and, you know, we're, we're, we're cracking jokes and we're having fun. We're, you know, we're, 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 you know, we're having these little competitions, all these things. I said, so, you know, it's, it's a little bit, and, and obviously with, with all that's going on now, you know, we can't even get together and do all these, all these things. It's tough, tough to do. So. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. So, I mean, the relationships and the communication seem to be like two big, big things that are very important to you as a coach, right. as a person. Um, so like, I guess a lot, a lot of those seems to be very intentional. Um, you know, like I'm just going to meet these kids outside of here so I can help build a relationship. Is that, is that really, did it kind of come from that? Well, yeah, you know, and, and I, you know, the reality of it is, is high school sports is a very small window for those kids. And, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate. I've been able to play high school sports, you know, baseball now going into the 30th year. So, you know, I get to come back and do this again, but you know, the, the, the reality is, is the majority of those kids probably are not going to go on to, to play baseball. Um, you know, we, we, we've had kids that have done that and they've done, they've done great, but you know, you know, some are some are going to go be engineers. Some are going into the military. Some are going to work at their at their dad's you know, car shop. Um, these are special times. That's why, you know, again, it's, you, know, you get as I said before, you know, these kids get to be with their most of their buddies that they've grown up with, and this high school, you know, situation is unique to anything because because we don't get to pick and choose who comes to our school mm-hmm. either. Right. So, um, again, so I think I think because of this unique opportunity, um, it's an opportunity for for us to to create great memories for these guys. Um, And hopefully, hopefully some of the things that we're doing will be things that they will that they'll continue to do as they get older and they become, you know, you, you know, you know, fathers and coaches and all these kinds of things and kind of think back and say, Hey, these were some of the fun things that we did. And, uh, and, you know, because you know, obviously the things that you think back about that were, were a lot of fun were typically are some of the things that might be the, the most important. And, uh, um, you know, and so I think it's, it's, those are, those are important to uh, qualities to hopefully these guys carry on with them. Awesome. Oh, so great. Um, I guess wrapping things up here, cause I know we've been <laughs> over an hour, but I'm All just right. thinking like, cause I know we, I know we spent some time on, on the administration stuff with Maryland. Um, uh, but like if there was something, cause I mean, cause I, I, I you've been talked to basically, I would say that, that is there anything else that you feel that you do really well that you think that you could offer advice to someone uh, so I think with the communication and relationship pieces, like you just hit the nail on the head, but is there anything else that you'd like to, that you'd like to touch base on? Wow. You know, there's, there are so many different things that are, that are 
great opportunity. So again, I think I think for for any any high school coach, again, I think one of the best things was having was doing a was doing that summer camp. Yeah. Because we were able to but do you, is it a week long camp? Do you do it a week long yeah. camp? Is it for certain ages or do yeah? It's usually, it, it it's usually uh, you know seven to like twelve year olds. Okay. They're usually like second grade to seventh or eighth grade. Um, although we've had some young kids, some kids are five year olds because parents will sit there and say, "Hey, yeah. uh, little brothers like, here, you're the big brother." Right? Hey, yeah, bring them in if they if they. I was telling them, "Hey, bring them in." If it works out, great. You can don't even pay anything right now. If it works out, you pay me later. If it doesn't yeah. work out, we tried and it didn't work out. So there you go. But I think I think that that opportunity not only helps, you know, it not only it it, it you you build that relationship that you again, you know the kids, you know their parents before they come to you. Second of all, you get an opportunity to 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 provide some skills for them. But uh, again, the I think the other parts too is is teaching them the game because my biggest my biggest concern about the game I you know it's funny I was I was at a coaching clinic a couple of years ago and I was at one of the Q and A's and there were a couple of college coaches up on the top and somebody asked a question said so what what is it that uh, why is it that the the kids nowadays, the baseball players nowadays, you know, just don't have that baseball instinct anymore. And they were giving some of their answers and, and they, they were good. And I, I was, I, I sat and I, I was sitting in the front row and I raised my hand and I said, well, I have my perspective if you want to hear it. And I said, my perspective is, I think the difference is again, and I'm an older guy, but you know, when I grew up, we went out and we played with our friends and we had to kind of figure things out. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think a lot of the kids that we have nowadays, from the time they, they're five, six, you know, they're, they're playing T-ball, machine pitch, coach pitch, kid pitch, all the way through. They've been on a team and they've been told exactly what to do all the way through. Where I think in the camp, and also we do this even in our practices, is that we'll have competitions, but we don't coach them. We make them understand situation because, uh, you know, again, some of them are so, so um, trained to go from A to B to C. You know, again, I had a, I, I, this is one of my favorite stories. I had a kid a couple of years ago. Um, we're doing a bunting. We had a bunting drill. And I said, all right, I've given them a situation before I, before I threw it. I said, hey, you know, runner at first, no outs, you know, late in the game. Boom. Sack bunt. Okay. First base. Good. All right. Good. Hey, runner second, you know, no out. Oh, count. Uh, late in the game. Sack bunt. Boom. He bunts it down third. Sack bunt. Next kid comes up. I go, I go late in the game. Counts one and oh, runner at first. And I'm getting ready to throw. And the kid goes, he goes, coach, what am I supposed to do? I go, what do you mean? We, we, we supposed to do. He goes, he goes, well, what am I supposed to do? I said, well, runner at first, late in the game. We're going to sack bunt. He goes, yeah, but the count's 1-0 and o now. It's not 0-0. O and o. I go, that's no different. And so, you know, I, they're just, you know, again, a lot of them are just 
so used to taking instruction mm -hmm. that a lot of instincts are not 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 in their in their DNA at this point. So we create opportunities for them to to compete and. And again, kind of that competition, we might sit there and say, hey, we got this group, this group, this group, and whoever scores the most runs, or we get points for for uh, for extra base hits or and defensive plays, you know, an outfield assist. So we make them figure out strategy of, of the game that they're playing because, again, they're just so used to going A to B to C that um, we do that. So even in the, in, in, in the camp, when we play camp, when we play games at camp, we play slow pitch, no strikeouts. Everybody, everything's got to make a play. So then, so then, like before every play, we'll say, "Hey, there's a runner at second. There's no outs. Where are we going to go with the ball if it's hit?" So, "Hey, you're in left. Where are you going to do with it?" And then, so we we kind of teach those situations because mm -hmm. they need to understand those those situations a little bit better. Um, so it's that's the that's I think so that that camp part kind of gets us to do that and the kids and I think the kids enjoy playing when we have camp and we play we play games in the afternoon they they love the the fact that a they don't have to they, they can't strike out which is good yeah. um we make them we make them run bases and make plays so it's it's uh I think that's that's the that's another part of our game that I think we need to make sure that the kids are are getting more of of being able to understand situation, being able to make plays, being able to think on their feet, uh, because again, not every you know we can we can practice bunt defense, and but all of a sudden that kid bunts the ball over the pitcher's head and it's somewhere else. You know what are you going to do? So um, you know it's easy to to practice things and say oh this is this is the cookie cutter of what what percentage wise could happen, but it's not. Baseball is a strange game. Things don't always happen exactly sure. how how we would like them to go it's so. like life we got to be adaptable just like yeah. covid everything with covid taught us so it's fun and and so you know the 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 other the the, the fun part is is that um um you know i i don't i don't ever assume anything as well because i remember my first year of coaching at frederick high school i you know it's my first year you know, and I'm not from Frederick. I'm from Erie, Pennsylvania. I grew up in Erie, Pennsylvania. I came down here and everybody's like, baseball is like, this is it. This is like the baseball mecca of the world is Frederick, Maryland, right? Uh, you know, they had the Babe Ruth World Series over at McCurdy Field and all these things. And I was like, oh, let's, this is great. So my first year I got in, you know, we went over, we went over like first and thirds and bunt coverages, but I was like, you know, they, these guys are, they're baseball players. They know what to do. First scrimmage, first scrimmage, varsity scrimmage, because I hadn't gone over it, was we had a runner at first. Kid hits a routine fly ball to left, and my guy on first is tagging up. Hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, he's like, well, it's a fly ball. I'm tagging up. And I go, well, yeah, but you're not going to go on that. We're going to, you know, so. So my my biggest thing that I tell a lot of young coaches is, is, don't ever assume that they know what you think they know because, because, you know, if, if you assume that then, then bad things are going to happen. So make sure you cover everything and, and find out what they know. 
because again, uh, I think I shared a little quote. The one quote I gave you is from my wife. And this was one of my first years of coaching. And I would come home and I go, oh, I can't believe this, you know, this kid tagging up at first base, a routine fly ball, or it might be something else. And the one thing that has echoed through my brain for the last 30 years is my wife saying to me, you're the coach. What are you going to do about it? So, you know, I'm the guy that's in charge. How are you going to make sure that this doesn't happen again? How, you know, what, what types of things are you going to implement to make sure that, uh, that, you know, that they understand how to base run, they understand hitting, they understand all these different things. Uh, because ultimately if, if it isn't covered, it's, it's me, yeah. it's, it's on me. And, uh, um, you know, cause I'm, I'm, I'm the boss of the program and, and I need to make sure that, that things are taken care of. So yeah. it's, it, that's what, again, that's what makes it fun. Yeah. So. But that's all speaks to your leadership too, coach. It speaks to you as a, your ego it speaks to all that, which you don't have, you know, you're about making kids better um, and being about the best version for their, for them. Um, which is incredible because you don't, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, the keys kids and, you know, for you, you don't seem like, I mean, I know you've mentioned a little bit how kids now may have not that many instincts, but then what you do is you teach the instincts, you know, you're trying to say, okay, here's what they don't, may, might not have, but my, I'm not going to make that an excuse, you know, and you, you, you seem to find that. So it's just, um, it's awesome. You know, it's just, those are the qualities of that's why you're you know, such a great coach. Um, but oh man, this has just been, it's been incredible. I, I want to thank you. I know I, I, I don't, I know it kind of just went our way. Like I said, that's why I told you about just going our way with the, with the administration, with the Maryland yeah. stuff. But, um, you know, I think the summer camp stuff and your communication, I loved all that about your, your parents stuff. I really, uh, I think that's great stuff. I think people um, don't know how important it is, even at almost any level. Um, some people, and they don't, don't know how to handle it. Um, right. So it's great to have a guy like yourself to say, hey, here's Coach Rhodes. He's done a great job at Mark. Love it. He doesn't have to keep him at a distance. He's able to, how, how he's able to incorporate those things. So I think they're it's very valuable. It's almost like just as important as like what next drill you're going to do. How are you going to handle these people? And like you said, it came down to trust. And I think that was like such an extremely, you know, insightful thing to say was it, that's where it all came from. Like they have to trust me. And then we all got to trust each other. And I love how you said that it's such a great point. Cause you know, I've had parent meetings and to say, I'm not going to ask you like, well, why'd you get your phone taken away? You know, why would your mom do that? You know, like I, that's such a great way to put it where, you know, how, cause I'm not going to put that divider between you and your parents, you know, and, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a very, very, uh, I, I appreciate it, coach. I mean, I, I learned a, a great deal today as well. Um, you know, is there any, uh, what would be like a great way for anybody likes to say, want to take, want to talk more about your champion program or anything like that is, can they reach out to you in any way? Sure. They can, uh, they can, they can email me at, uh, philip.roads at fcps.org. Now Philip is with one L <laughs> I've had some people that have sent me an email. They're like, did you get it yet? I was like, no. Because most people want to spell Philip with 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 two L's. Philip so. with one L dot yep. roads at fcps.org. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. I, I I would enjoy talking to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always enjoyed talking to you, Coach. I really appreciate it. And I'm glad we were able to make this happen. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. I was looking forward to it. And yeah. this was a lot of this was a lot of fun as well. Yeah. 
again, just can't thank Coach Rhodes enough for the great conversation. It just flowed, man. Um, you know, we went to a different different track there with the administration part with him and, and what he does with, with the state of Maryland. Um, don't think people know enough. I know I didn't know enough. You know, you try to assume certain things or, um, you know, we're all just trying to do the very best we can. And, of course, we know we'd love to change the things. And we, we wish we could make it like this. You know, Coach Rhodes is actually in it. I was a part of it. So I think that was a very valuable conversation about what, you know, how we get things done in our state. You know, to the, like, uh, and that's one thing I always knew about Coach Rose, about his communication and how he does with parents. You know, he's very authentic and, you know, lays it out there. But he also, he puts himself out there to have a relationship even with his parents. Uh, of course, with his, of course with his kids because that's easy, but also to be there for, you know, his parents and let him know and talk about a remarkable thing of his parents actually getting out there and raking the field for them after the game and doing some field work. Uh, people thought it was, it's, it's crazy that we have the kids do it sometimes, um, you know. Uh, so, and he's actually got the parents out there doing it. And, uh, you know, and to just um, him wrapping it up there with his with his summer camp and his, his words of advice of not assuming anything. I think we get that so far. There's so many, I would say, like, it's almost a telltale sign for me of a bad coach. Guys I don't really respect, they just assume that this kid's like, well, we'll just, the, the kids will have that by now. And and I just, I don't see that with good coaches, man. Good coaches do not lift the stone unturned. Good coaches are detail-oriented. And like Coach Rose said, they just don't assume anything. You're the coach. Do what you need to do and make sure that you know that they have it. Um, that could be 30 seconds. It could be three hours. It's so, but um you know, I really have appreciated those advice, and I, a lot of things that, that Coach Rhodes said spoke to me, and I'm really glad that we ever had this conversation. Um, he's an absolute Hall of Famer in my book, and I'm hopeful he's going to be there one day, um, although I know that's not huge on his radar, but uh, that's just something that comes to mind with him. He's a he's a Hall of Fame guy, um, let alone that he should be in the Hall of Fame for a baseball coach. But, um, again, uh, reach out to Coach Rhodes if you need any more information. Again, it's Philip with one L. Philip with one L dot Rhodes R H O D E S Philip dot Rhodes at FCPS dot org. Feel free to reach out to him. He loves talking baseball, and uh, just like I said, champion of men, and uh, can't thank him enough for the conversation. So, till next time, thanks for tuning in. Keep sharing the podcast. I'm glad that uh, people are finding um, value in it, and as, if anybody's going to find value in it, then there's a reason to do it. So, till next week, keep getting better.